talking. Let's let's get it going. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just like I said last time, I just never know how to start these things. Yeah, we'll, we'll think of an intro. Um, one of these uh, days. One of these days. We'll come up with something. But for now, welcome back to Sporty Sex. Yes, we love Sporty <laughs> Sex around here. It's my favorite kind of sex. Mm-hmm. The, um, the best kind. The, the best kind. kind. and The we, only kind that we know. Yeah, we do it all the time here. Cause, uh, cause Matthew isn't here. Matthew is gone. Yeah. It would have been a, it would have been a sporty threesome, but unfortunately, um, he he's out with an illness. Our third is at home. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. My my favorite uh, graphic from the NFL or one of them is is that graphic with Sam Darnold holding a football and it's just out indefinitely with mono. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was gone for like two weeks or something like that like, with mono for sure like two or three weeks yeah and uh, so our boy matthew is out with a little bit of a stomach bug at the moment with mono <laughs> with mono that he got from sam darnold <laughs> <laughs> he was kissing sam darnold and uh how could you not he's you know he's on the 49ers man that's a pretty big he's deal. got that little ginger beard going for him you know yeah exactly <laughs> He's matured now. He's no longer a rookie on the Jets. Hey, even mid-quarterbacks can still get some. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, instead of quarterbacks, I think we'll be talking about basketball to open the show. Um, Wasted segue, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Uh, all right, yeah. But we do got to talk about our Lakers, first of all. Yes. We don't have to talk about the Mavs at all. The stinky Mavs. <laughs> we, can, we don't have to talk about them. This is the Lakers show now. Lakers show, Lakers Lake show, show, baby. baby, let's go. <laughs> um, so to you know, the only news that we have this week is that our boy Jared Vandalorian, Vando, baby, he is back. Back he's and been, better than ever. He's been cleared for injury. And God, we need him so bad. No, literally, like we need any form of like defensive effort on on the Lakers mm-hmm. at all. I don't know if he's currently playing because I think the the Lakers are playing tonight. Oh, in I, the oh at nine thirty p.m. Oh damn, that's a late game. Yeah, I I wonder if uh, we probably finish this up and. I can get home in time to watch most of it. No, yeah, exactly. That'd be sick. Um, who are they playing? Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, please, please, God, I need this dub. <laughs> okay. Uh, Anthony Davis is game to game. Jalen Hood Shvino is out. LeBron is game to game. Jared Vanderbilt is out for this game, and Gabe Vincent is out for this game. So. I I no longer have expectations for this game. Hey, Austin Reeves and Rui, <laughs> Let's go. It is your time to shine. Hey, he, and they they did shine against the Grizzlies they did, they last did. year. Cam um, Reddish, we need another one from you, please, please. Uh, speaking of Cam Reddish, we really got to. Uh, I have to give a public apology to a Cam Reddish. Apology. Um, I was it editing was slander. <laughs> no, literally, we gave him so much slander, and whenever I was editing the podcast, I I was like, "Damn, we were kind of going in on his ass for no reason." <laughs> I was like, "I would rather anyone but him take that shot." Very like, reactionary. No, yeah, rather. very reactionary. Which is, <laughs> I guess, that's just basketball. That's, that's sports. That's just what it is. No, yeah, and so, uh, Cameron. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I will. I will. Uh, going forward, I will have. I will give you the benefit of the doubt. We'll, we'll keep an open mind. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was actually kind of crazy. His, his performance against, um, oh God, what team was it again? Yeah, it was against the Trailblazers. He had 12 points in the first half and I was like, all right. Yeah. He ended up with 17 total. Oh, he ended up with 18 total. Oh, 18. Okay. Yeah. He must've gotten the last minute, uh, free throw or something. something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I, I've just come to the to the decision that like I, I swear every time I've paid attention to a Lakers game it ended in a loss <laughs> I've never had a good experience with my team because like you know obviously like, so in, there's NBA like you can't catch all the games or it's really hard to especially when I'm I'm more concerned with football right now once yeah. once uh once football's over I'll probably switch more into NBA but for now my main focus is football and Every time that it's like Tuesday, it's, fuck, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, those days, I'm, I'm like, all right, let's check in on my Lakers. And they're always fucking losing. It's, I, can't, I can't get a win. Anytime yeah. that I know a game is going on or that I am watching a game, we are playing awful. But I swear, like, we should not be 5-5 five and five right now. We should be like 2-8 and eight if we played like how... Uh, I see them play. How, perceive how I them. perceive them. <laughs> if our if Lakers played how we perceive them, they would be two and eight right now. That's funny because if the Lakers played the way that I perceive them, <laughs> they'd be like seven and two or something <laughs> like that, like seven and three, yeah. whatever that would be. But yeah, that's funny. Um, I just, I just, I guess I'm just catching awful, awful parts of it. But like, I mean, we're having good games. I mean, I can I can see it on the box score. I mean, we're we're at five hundred right now. So yeah, uh, you know, last year or the the past couple of games that have been rough. So your your perception is not uh, it's not not true. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because uh, like we we did almost lose against the Trailblazers. We were yep. losing at half. And, um, then we, uh, yeah, it was just, it, it just has not been a good, uh, couple of weeks. Oh yeah. And we also lost against the magic mm-hmm. recently. We lost against the one. heat recently. I remember that one as well. Yeah. Like the magic one I paid attention to the heat one <laughs> I paid attention to, uh, cause I watched both of those. Um, or I watched parts of both of them at least. Uh, speaking of the Trailblazers, that's more news that we didn't cover. Uh, Robert Williams III going on um, a season ending, getting season-ending surgery. No way. Yeah, yeah. That sucks. I think it was uh, for his knee or something Dang. like that. Yeah, it was, it was real bad. I was real real upset to see that. Um, Not that, you know, the Trailblazers were really going to do anything. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't change anything, like, in their overall projection, really. Um, it just sucks to see someone that's, you know, some, someone good like that, especially. Yeah. And, like someone who's young and could make a big impact and like have a good season, like first season on a new team, like he could be more of a focal yeah. point, but yeah. So that was, that was, that sucked to see, but, but yeah, no, the, the Lakers have had two good dubs against the trailblazers and against the Suns, bro. The fucking Phoenix bums, bro. <laughs> we own that fraudulent team. I'm pretty sure. I think we, I think we're two and oh against them. I think we faced them twice and we've, one both times. We faced so, them twice already. Yeah, we faced oh, them. Oh. We faced them pretty early. Yeah, because we 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 almost lost to the Bookerless Suns, and uh, oh yeah, Booker and Bealless Suns, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was just KD. Yep. And then this last game, I don't, I don't remember. I don't think. 
no booker was playing in that game and so yeah mm. it was not a not a good showing which is what you love to see if you're a lakers fan <laughs> um oh and we also lost against the rockets we got blown the fuck out by the rockets that was not i do cool. remember that i do remember checking in on that one as well yeah no i checked in on that one too i do because i because i remember i was uh what, what what day was that? I'm pretty sure I was like playing. I think Overwatch. it was a Wednesday. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was playing Overwatch, and I was like, "Oh, uh, I forgot there might be a Lakers game on. Let me check and see." And then I fucking checked my box score. I uh, checked the score, and it was like in the third quarter, and it was like we were losing by like 15. And I was yeah. like, "Never mind, <laughs> back to play." <laughs> so <laughs> I funny. Just checked the score at the end of the night, and I was like, "Yeah, we lost very badly." Um. Also, fact check. Uh, Beal played in that game against us, but oh. Booker did not. Oh, okay. okay. Um, the the most recent one that is. It was part of the in season tournament, actually. Oh so, yeah, we are. Hey, we're one and zero in the tournament so far. We I, are we not two and zero in the in the tournament? Uh, isn't our second game today? Um. Oh, maybe you're right. I yes, we are one and zero. We are the second seed in the West Group A. Okay. Okay. So that's okay, West Group seed. A represent. Let's go. We are behind Utah. So. Oh yeah, we're 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 sweeping Utah. Come on. Come um, Worry? No. Yeah, it's not happening, dog. Uh, Cam Reddish is locking you up. Yeah, you're getting. <laughs> Vando is eating you for lunch. Um, and so we, you know, to be fair to our boy, we will give the Mavs uh their flowers because yeah, the Mavs are currently one of the best teams in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they are currently like uh well let me Eight find it two last i checked uh that's i was gonna say some why i don't want to look at the in-season tournament dog i want to look at the real standings <laughs> the oh, real shit they are eight and two right eight now two, yeah. they are tied with the denver nuggets who are also at eight and two yeah i mean the um, maps look great uh luke and Kyrie are meshing really well yeah. matthew called it he said he he said just gotta give them boys some time and they got some time and, and they're looking good yeah, the other day, uh, Kyrie had 35, and Luca had 30, and it's just like, honestly, like, what <laughs> are you supposed to do? Yeah, no, you, like, you can't, you can't just focus on one, because the other one's gonna, gonna go off. Yeah. They're just, they're both really high-level scorers, and, you know, they're, they're getting help from their role players and stuff, Derek, uh, or, Derek Lively? Yeah, Derek Lively. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember if his name was Derek, um, he's, he's looked great. Uh, he's great on defense, uh, great defensively at least. His offense, mm-hmm. I think, could, de- could definitely still use uh, some improvement. But, I mean, he's a rookie, yeah. and his focus is defense. And that's what he needs to do. No one's asking him to, to no, go out there yeah. and get, like, like 40 points a game. He's just He just needs to get boards and uh, and lock down, and he's been doing that. Tim Hardaway is, yes. is a bucket. Timmy has been looking good. Um, Did Steph Curry get like cut he from got the cut. team yeah like actually yeah he got cut from the team that's uh, so crazy I saw, that. I saw the video of him like just uh he had like just a cup of lean and was like smoking a blunt <laughs> i was like oh my god oh wait no yeah because yo i remember uh watching this like podcast clip from mark cuban and he was like or uh, i think pat bev asked him he was like have you ever cut a player because of like substance use and mark cuban was basically like yeah i yeah. have and I was like, Mark Cuban, you're kind of a you're kind of a fed for that. Kind of a narc. Like, no, literally. Crazy. And I guess I guess he wasn't lying. He wasn't lying. He's a man of his word. I'll say that much. Um. Oh. So that sucks. But I guess someone else will get a very solid uh, piece. Good eye. Good eye. 
Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I looked at my face and I was like, it doesn't normally look this bad on the podcast. No, yeah, we gotta we gotta light that shit up. Yeah, yeah, gotta get our good angle. Come on. Yeah, we always start the podcast without the light. We always and then do. We, we bring it back. I think, I, I, think I got it once uh, before. We yeah, started. yeah. The, I think it might have been last week. Might have been. Yeah. Could have had a streak going. All right. Unfortunate. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Other players who have been going off. Tyrese Maxey. Yo, he's been going crazy. That he is winning most improved player. I don't know what did Matthew predict that or i don't i don't think so i think, I think he, he had keegan. someone else i think he went with keegan he might have because he he's he's a keegan murray truther yeah and so am i honestly that that spurs team is very good i like i like a lot of oh wait no no, no. Wait, what a, team is oh uh, he's on the kings, kings yeah. right yeah i was thinking of devin vassell who is also a uh a matthew a matthew guy mm-hmm. um but yeah the um Cyrus Maxi is is fucking went off insane. for fifty against the Pacers. That's crazy. I mean, people. I mean, this is a little bit early, but I was looking at like MVP standings. Oh my god! Okay, that was a little crazy. Yeah, apparently Tyrese Maxey is like third or fourth. Okay, but that list was so stupid. Tobias Harris wasn't on the list, but Steph Curry was. Or Tobias Harris was on the list, but Steph Curry oh, wasn't. That's so funny. And I was like, Steph Curry is single handedly carrying his team right now. Yeah, that like, is also true. Like, what the fuck is Tobias Harris doing on this list? <laughs> no, yeah, like there? I mean, I'm sure Tobias Harris is having a great yeah, year, but I'm like, sure, but not. Like, not he was like eight. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, no, insane. Um, but yeah, Tyrese Maxey has has definitely been uh been going off. I'd like, you know, you expected to see some form of like progression or like uh like improvement in this game mm-hmm. uh especially since he's gonna have more opportunities but like this was crazy to start yeah. off 10 games in and he's dropping 50 like that's 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 crazy that's, yeah that's everything you're gonna hope for more if you're a sixers fan i you know i don't like the sixers but <laughs> tyrese maxi has been the only player on the sixers that i've consistently been like i like this kid because he's very good and it, he's like such a refresher watching the at least last year i haven't paid that much attention to sixers basketball this year but i know um but i mean last year with both harden and Embiid, the free throw merchants that they are i think that's the thing is that i i, I don't have a problem with the sixers uh, I think I have a problem with Embiid and Harden on the same team. Yeah. Now that they're separate, I, I kind of like them both more. Really? And I'm able, to, so I'm able to appreciate. I think I really don't like Harden. Though. I, I I can stand him a little bit more, but and it's funny that we can transition to that as well. Sure, uh, yeah. Harden has been stinking it up over there. He in, is in not good. The worst LA team. Um, Watching his highlights against the Grizzlies, I was or his lowlights, rather. Yeah. It was what was he what was he cooking in clutch oh, time? That that one where he, where he's dribbling out and like tries to get the shot, like airballs it and yeah. then takes it again and tries to drive and gets stuffed. Oh my god. Oh inject that shit into my veins. That was so funny. <laughs> James Harden on the Clippers right now is playing as if he's playing as himself in 2K in like 2019. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I can fuck it. I can do this. Yeah. I'm James Harden. Yeah. And Bro cannot. He's he, not he the same he was, player. He thought he was on the Rockets again. He he thought he was like 
he thought he was back in OKC or something. Yeah, like, he saw he saw highlights of himself in a Rockets uniform after the trade <laughs> deadline, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, that's I am me. Him. That's me. <laughs> I am the system." And uh, it turns out that uh, he is systemically bad. Actually, that is the that is the system. That is the system. That is the James Harden system. And now the Clippers have the second worst uh, trade in Los Angeles history for a former Thunder star <laughs> that shined on the next team that he went to. But has been declining ever since. If I had <laughs> a nickel for every time that's happened, I'd have two nickels. <laughs> but it's crazy that it's happened twice. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, I mean, right now the NBA has been doing nothing but giving. Um, unfortunately, uh, the I'm I just pulled up my phone and the first thing that I thought of as I started that sentence was looking at the Chicago Bulls who are currently 4 and 7 <laughs> and uh Zach Levine well uh, I think a bunch of uh a bunch of Bulls players are under uh are under trade rumor I feel like Zach Levine's always under trade rumors but every every maybe year. this time he'll be a Laker <laughs> Maybe this time he'll be a Laker. Oh, God. No, I just... Every single year, it's like... It's like Zach Levine is not getting utilized properly in Chicago, and he he can shine somewhere else, and then he, nothing ever happens. He just... Yeah. He, he, he becomes a... He plays another season, he has a borderline all-star performance, and then it's just like... All right, next season started. Stay like, Bulls make the play-ins or something like that, and then get bounced by the Heat or... By like the Nets or Knicks or something like that. Um, speaking of other bad teams in the East, the uh, Washington Wizards <laughs> continue to be the most unserious team. Oh my god! How how bad did they lose that the the comeback loss? Uh, um, yesterday. Oh oh, I forgot what it was. They were at like they were at a hundred and uh, hundred and five points at, with like seven minutes left. And then I mean, they did not score They ended once. with 107. Oh. Yeah, they scored one more time after that. Oh, okay. So they like did score field, once. I think it was like two field goals. Or two free throws is the thing. I don't think That's they had any. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. Insane. I saw, Insane. I saw this video of um, Jordan Poole in a timeout literally yes. not paying attention at all. He didn't. He just didn't care. And he was like, <laughs> after the fact... He kept, like, sneaking looks at the play sheet, like, after the timeout has been called. And I was just cracking up because, like, the, the the audacity to not pay attention during the timeout. But then also be like, wait, hold on. What, what, wait, are, we, wait, what, what are we doing? What, what are we doing? That's that's just so funny to God, me. I want to know the context of that play so I can know what, what happened afterwards. Because uh, I feel like he just pulled up whenever he got the ball. Probably he was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah same, no. same, same vibes with James Harden out there. Mm -hmm. Um, it just, it just kills me in the funniest way possible. <laughs> um, and let me, let me just look over here. Damn, Minnesota's third in the West right now. Yeah, Minnesota's um, had a good start. Uh, Ant is looking really good. They're the best defensive team in the league right now, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least Rudy um, Gobert is the best. They were a few games ago, so they're, they're they're still probably pretty high up there. I don't know the exact stats off the top of my head, um, but Rudy Gobert was rated as the highest defensive player. That's crazy. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not crazy. The we we need to talk seriously about the way that NBA Twitter 
affects the minds of people <laughs> because Rudy Gobert, like, let's be honest, last year the trade didn't work out just because like it just it just didn't really like mesh well that well, and like maybe it was just because like maybe they needed another year or something like that. But like the Rudy Gobert slander has been crazy because that man is a two-time defensive player of the year. And I feel like people are just like forgetting that. And now he's having like a really good year. But it's funny to watch the big, the big French guy with no offensive bag play, play basketball. It is. It is funny. He's just a big goofy man, man. It's, it's crazy. But I feel like the, I, I feel like people think that, like vibes can equal like <laughs> play on the floor and just because rudy gobert has some fucked vibes he does have some awful vibes yeah that does not mean that he's a bad player and then being then being on a six game win streak and seven and two certainly is uh indicative of that i think um any other teams memphis is still bad yeah um it sucks to see that the spurs are not doing too hot right now yeah i mean i I mean you you didn't expect them to be like great right off the bat though i mean there's going to be growing pains there's going to be adjustments i mean you're playing with a generational talent and like i'm sure you don't have just a game plan to make him mesh well and he's not going to go out there and win games by himself i'm not i'm not judging anything on that spurs team right now it's way too early to tell with them plus i mean it's 10 games into the season i'm not making any harsh judgments about anybody I, I I just wouldn't expect the Spurs to to be off to a hot start. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, at work today, this uh, customer bought something that made me strike. I struck up a conversation with him um, based upon the the Spurs thing that uh, he bought, and I was just like. Yeah, the Spurs are an exciting team. This has nothing to do with analysis, by the way. I just think <laughs> it's a funny story. But he was he was like, yeah, that that rookie is is something, man. And I was like, um, and he was like, what what's his name again? And I was like, uh, Victor Wembanyama. And he was like, he was like, he was like, yeah, I can't I can't pronounce <laughs> that. And I was just like, it's people people or no no. He was like, you know what? I'll call him. I'll call him. Uh, and and then he just like said something and I was like, all right, dude. And then I was like, people call him Wemby. And then he was like, Wendy. And I was like, Wemby. And he was like, Wendy. And I was like, is this guy being, I felt like he was being per- like purposely obtuse there. And I was just like, you can, you can like try to pronounce his name. Right. You know, like no, it's not, not going to hurt of you. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I like Victor a lot and yeah. him and Chet are supposed to be facing off tonight. Um, yep. in a pretty good matchup. Thunder v Spurs. Oh my god. Okay. Uh well, spoiler alert, the game is currently 91 to 66. Oh my god. Never- so uh I'm guessing Chet is winning that matchup. <laughs> um yeah. Pretty safe to say that uh I mean I mean as as a whole though, let's 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 look at the stats though. Let's look at the stats. Let's- uh Victor has Eight points and eleven rebounds, and washed. Chet has seven points and six rebounds. So they're both I guess... washed. What what is this? What is this Titan battle? It's what is this, <laughs> what is this supposed to be? They're they're both like oh it's... they're they're just canceling each other out. No, yeah, and then, exactly. Uh, and then the rest and then the, the rest of the Thunder's team is obviously way better than the rest of the Spurs team. So yeah, yeah that that's what's happening. Okay, that's funny. That is funny. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, that's the NBA. Yeah, that's a little rundown of it. I mean, I wish Matthew was here to give us his uh, to give us his analysis because I know he I know he wants to talk about those those Mav boys doing well, and I know that that's exciting to have one of the best teams in the league right now. Don't know what that's like in either of my sports leagues. <laughs> Me so. neither. So you know, it's 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 tough sledding out here. But but uh, let's speaking oh, of tough sledding. Sorry, sorry. Uh, oh, not to you, I know you had Damn, you had such a I had, great set ready. ready. I had it ready. I just I just realized that uh, Matthew wrote down something about the Houston Rockets, who are a oh, sneaky yeah. good young team. They are. They're looking good. They're on a six-game win streak over teams like uh, the Lakers, which I don't know why he had to mention that. <laughs> but uh, also Sacramento, they beat Denver uh, recently, which I don't know how I didn't know that. I yeah. should I should go back into the into the archives and figure out what happened there. But um, and they also beat the Pelicans, and uh, also. What uh what Matthew wrote down is that Dylan Brooks is apparently the best three point shooter uh to start the season at fifty six percent, and I wrote gross next to that. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I guess I mean we uh Matthew was also talking about this, but I mean the Rockets have a lot of good young guys on they that do, team. So uh uh Ime Udoka. He's, he's he's a good coach. I mean the, yeah. the, he was never a bad coach in Boston. That that's never why. He just, yeah. he just, you know, yep. you know, <laughs> you, you know what happens. So, yeah, yeah. so it's, it's, it's not like they have a bad coach going forward. And I mean, he, he gets to work with a bunch of, a bunch of young guys and really like mold this team how he wants to. And I think he's going to do a pretty good job. Um, I even saw Celtics fans that were like, we should have let him, <laughs> we should have let him fuck who we wanted, man. It's crazy out here. <laughs> Celtics aren't I mean, doing bad. I was though. gonna say, Celtics yeah. fans are so ungrateful. Also, oh, being one God. of the, one of the best respective teams in their conference, being like, you know what would make this even, you know, you know, actually, we're the victims here. Yeah, we're the being victims. The, being the number two seed in the East I've, right now. I've been I've been seeing so many ungrateful ass fan bases lately, and that shit pisses me off. Coming from someone whose fan whose teams are both <laughs> losing, like we're both like mid as fuck. And like under like underwhelming right now, and like un- being worse than expectations, because like as a, as a Chiefs fan, fuck you, you have yeah, no one to complain. that's crazy. Uh, as like a uh, as a Browns fan, you're way exceeding expectations. <laughs> like yeah, you have like like the worst situation at a quarterback. Like not maybe not talent wise, but like just situationally, like awful situation to be in. But like you're like. A seven and two or something like that. Yeah, six that's and crazy. three or something like I th- that. I, yeah, I think they're six yeah. and three right now. You have a winning record. You're you're making the playoffs as of right now, and like, and like you have arguably the best defense in the league and the front runner for defensive player of the year on your team. Like, honestly, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just it's so it's so crazy to me. Like, some places just can. And if you're a Browns fan. This is like the most success you've had ever. Yeah, like, no, enjoy literally. it. Why are you complaining about stuff? Like you won the game last night. Like I just I saw the I saw this meme uh, the other day that was posted by a Chiefs fan, and it was you know like us through the span of a play of a of a game. Us, it was like the Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs through the span of a I, game. I'm yeah. already picturing yeah. the meme. I don't know. I don't know what you're gonna say, mm-hmm. but I feel like I know what it's All gonna right. be. So it's here to here. And it was like a timeline. And it's like, 
it's like um building up to the game it was like it was like oh i'm so excited this is gonna be a great game and then the whole game's like what the fuck are we doing oh my god what the fuck and then the last little section was oh we won and i'm like shut up <laughs> like what you won yeah no literally if, like if my team wins i don't give a fuck what happened before <laughs> i don't care if it looked bad like we like i i'm just like okay we won like especially if we're seven and two or yeah whatever the chiefs are right now uh, i would not be complaining at all i'd be like i'd be like what a blessing it is to <laughs> to be a part what a blessing to be a part of this amazing franchise right now <laughs> this dynasty yeah. Oh my god. You are fans of a dynasty that is currently happening and you're still oh my god, people are so ungrateful. Yeah, maybe 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 we should start talking about Chiefs fans like Patriots fans they're, during they're, the hype. They're gonna get they're gonna get there. I think that they're slowly getting there. They slowly are. Like it's it, they got spoiled. Yeah. They got spoiled, they jumped on the bandwagon, they got spoiled, and now it's it's gonna start it's gonna start creeping back on them. It was you know, th- they were getting Chiefs fans were getting I guess Transition to the NFL now, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. officially. But the <laughs> Chiefs fans were, like, edging up in that territory last year. But I was still like, eh, I like the Chiefs. You know, they're good. I like Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones. I think that franchise is a good yeah, franchise. Yeah, I still love the team. It's still a great team, and like, I love all the players on there. But, yeah. yeah, like, the fan base is just starting to... It, they used to be so much better. <laughs> like, yeah. They're starting to, to really, like, be more vocal about just being the worst <laughs> maybe that's just what happens to sports fans they're just like it's I mean, it, my turn to be annoying now yeah i think and there's also just like a, a lot more chiefs fans that, yeah. that jumped on the bandwagon i'm sure the same dude who posted that kansas city one also posted a patriots one whatever that, that he was doing <laughs> it or some something like that so you know the except the timeline for that patriots one would just be like Gawk gawking on Tom Brady the whole time, just yeah. constantly the whole time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we can we can transition uh to some some football. Yeah. And you know we could start off with the Thursday night game, the riveting, just <laughs> amazing Bears, just showing out against Tyson Bajant led Bears showing out against. The Bryce Young Panthers, and oh, what a thriller it was! Um, you watched this game. I did watch this game. I I did watch this game, and it was because I want I forced myself to watch this game because I was like I want to see how bad each of these teams are, and it's it's bad. It's mm. it's watching it is uninspiring. <laughs> it's it's like I've never felt more like almost empty. When watching, <laughs> watching a game, it was so there was a there was a uh, uh, yeah like the Bears did a tush push at one point and I was like that was the least athletic tush push I've ever seen like it worked but it was just kind of like Bajan just kind of like there was like a scuffle and then like he just fell forward and I was mm-hmm. like I was like put that up against the Eagles one and it just and you can tell the difference in like yeah. just talent and like drive on the team it was the the difference is crazy. Um, but yeah, no, the Panthers defense especially is the Panthers defense was awful. I mean, they they were missing big guys like uh like Brian Burns wasn't playing, but god, it was it was rough to watch. The Bears were having their way with them for most of it, but the Bears are also aren't good. So, it was just like Khalil Herbert fumbling his way to to <laughs> a, a few good uh not Khalil Herbert, Keontae Ingram. No, 
Dante Foreman. Dante Foreman. Dante Foreman. Yeah. He uh he had a, he had a few good runs, but like he never looked like a good runner. He just looked like he was able to get. Hey, I like I like Deontay Foreman. Yeah, I mean, I I don't hate him, but like watching him, I was never like that was really good by him. It was mm-hmm. always like, damn, I could have done that. <laughs> like, I was like, I could have rumbled it with, with that Bears O line. I like they they say the thing about like, uh, can you like. Like how many how many yards you getting on on a rush in a NFL game? Put me up against the Panthers. Uh, put me up against them. I want I want to I want to try something. I want to see some. I, I gotta be able to at least get a first down. <laughs> at least give me the ball three times and I'm getting a first down against that <laughs> against that Panthers. It's just it's it's so bad to watch. Um, and but yeah the. the Panthers are now one and nine, I believe. One and eight. One That's and nine. crazy, yeah. And um, are looking like the number one pick and the worst team in the league. And the Bears are one step closer to getting Caleb Williams. So, um, and with how this team has been looking, the fact that Justin Fields, if Justin Fields was playing this whole season, if he hadn't been missing this much time, and he was able to like go out there and prove himself more then maybe this could be a different conversation. But as of right now, the I, I think I think the Bears are for sure getting Caleb Williams. I think it's going to be a Caleb Williams pick. I don't know. Because it's also, and we'll talk about this more when we get to the Cardinals, but the I feel like there's a lot of teams that are in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes mm-hmm. who I don't, I don't know if they should be going after him. Like the Bears... They're not going to be better with Caleb Williams. I just don't think so. Get him, get Justin Fields, Marvin Harrison, and... Marvin Harrison Jr. would be crazy on, I, the, on the Bears. I think so, too, bro. If they had Marv and DJ Moore and Darnell Mooney, that's like, bro, that's like, that's a receiving core right I there. Want, I want Marvin Harrison Jr. to go to the Cardinals, though. I, I think want him to go to the Cardinals. I he would oh also be very God, good on the Cardinals. That would be so good, especially after the Cardinals looked in their game. We will get to that later. But yes. I, I, that's I was thinking about that earlier, and I was like, imagine that Cardinals offense, but with an explosive playmaker. Yeah, like and it was who's not named Kyler Murray. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, this game was not very good. Yeah. But uh, we did kind of slander this this week's slate of games. Yeah, no, this was. Very and... much a, a slate of awful games. It it did have some good ones in it for sure. Like some definitely exceeded expectations. I was gonna say I thought I thought this was a pretty good week of football. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. There were there were a lot of good games yeah, this yeah, that's week. What I was saying. Uh, but there are there were equally some some very bad ones. Yes, it, and perhaps, it also lived up to the to the hype of being bad. Perhaps the games. worst of the league of the week was uh this. Germany? Yeah, it was Frankfurt, Germany. Oh, maybe game. that's why it was so bad. <laughs> it was Frankfurt, Germany, and uh, no, I think it was just bad because the Patriots are a bad football team. Yeah, they're not very good at all. One of those teams that's in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Uh, uh, Caleb I Williams think they and can... the Patriots would. Oh my I would, god! I would be. I would be oh hashtag free Caleb on <laughs> day one of the draft. Day one, every single day. I can see them getting like a Drake May though, and maybe that could work out for them. I don't know, but the the Patriots have no like 
playmakers on offense. It's, yeah. it's the definition of no playmakers. The only positive on their offense is Ramondre Stevenson. And even then, he's like, he's just an above average back. Yeah. With an O-line that isn't playing well. And yeah. it's just, there's nothing, like, it's so bad. And the, the, the way they're handling the QB situation is awful. How are you going to... Just throwing in Mac Jones. Yeah, just, like, rotating him out. Like, that, what's that going to do? That's just going to ruin both of their, like, confidences. Like, yeah. Mac Jones, this is the third time that he has gotten taken out of a game this season. That's why. The, the first two were because of blowouts. But this one was because uh, he just had an awful pick that he threw. And, like, they were just like, no. it's. I know we're only down by four, and you have... There's now two and a half minutes or, like, three minutes or whatever to make a game-winning drive. But we're not gonna we're not gonna keep you out there. We're gonna we're gonna throw in Bailey Zappi. We're gonna because we trust him more at this point. And you had an awful pick pick, and that interception was really bad. It was very bad. The one that Mac Jones threw. I don't know if you saw it, but it's it's pretty bad. I I didn't see that one, but I saw an even worse one at the <laughs> end of the game. No, the, uh, uh, the fake spike. Oh my god! I, when I was watching that, because I did catch the end of this game, oh. and I did catch that. And I was watching Bailey Zappi go down, and like I watched that whole Bailey Zappi drive. And I remember I started off, and I was like, you know what? I kind of hope he does something, <laughs> just to see. That'd be pretty funny. And then like you know, they got down. They there was a couple penalties. I'm pretty sure that um, that got him in good position. And I was like, they were getting there, and they were like, okay, wow, okay, this the, the something's happening here, okay. And then they go up. Bailey Zappi fake spike and I'm like uh, like he fakes the spike and I'm like no way he's faking the spike oh my god that's crazy and then he launches it and I'm like oh shit what the fuck and then just four guys are just right there and I'm like I'm like what was your plan oh, there man. man the safeties did not bite at all on your fake spike what do you think they were gonna do yeah like, like literally like <laughs> that there's no situation in which that's like working out in your favor <laughs> bro thought he was stafford with megatron no like, bro thought he was dan marino <laughs> that that's what i was thinking i was like bro that like that is a bill belichick ass play call right there he was like you know what we need to do to win this game hey fake fake spike do you this. think it was a bill belichick i don't know i don't know man because like did you see belichick face afterwards he was like he was he was just like in, in his hands just just so just distraught it was so funny it i don't know because like because uh i mean bill belichick was probably like you know a middle-aged man watching dan marino do that <laughs> shit so like that was probably a core memory a core football memory for him so i don't know i feel like uh maybe it wasn't bill belichick but he's also like not known for his like offensive prowess so i feel like I feel like that could have been a Bill Belichick call. Because, like, do you, as a quarterback, I don't know if I would ever feel that, like, empowered to do that in that kind of a situation. <laughs> Especially Knowing, if you're a backup. I was going to say, like, if, if I'm Bailey Zappi, I'm not doing a fake spike. <laughs> because if that shit goes bad, I'm never seeing the field again. And I might not ever be seeing the field again. <laughs> yeah, I because, like, I don't know if you're, you're getting signed again after that point. I, if, if, if. I am interviewing Bailey Zappi in coming into free agency. I'm that is the first play that I'm pulling up, and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, man, what was what, what were you thinking, man? You can, thinking? can you can you give me some context behind this real Break quick? Break this down real quick. Yeah, uh, here's the Mac Jones interception. Oh, on the in the red zone too. 
What was that? It's so bad. Was man. he pressured on this? I mean, kinda. Oh, but not, not, not in a way to affect a throw like that. Look at how like he throws that. it. That was like he threw up a duck on this. Like when he was like, he's like leaning backwards. Like it was just, it was awful. That was that's a horrible pick. It that was, is a horrible pick. It's awful. Like you watch, I watched that back, and I was like. Yeah, no wonder they took him out. Like, yeah, on the goal line too. Like, and and his man was like open. He was too. wide open. If he if he put that above the linebacker's head, that's a if touchdown. He could throw that like fifteen yards downfield, then yeah, it would have been a touchdown. Man, that's yeah, that's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, really horrible, horrible drives from both both of these uh, Patriots quarterbacks. We don't really have to go more in depth upon this because yeah i'm down to move on from the patriots i just wanted to i had to talk about the bailey Zappi fake spike because that i was crying <laughs> i was that oh my god the I, I the was... patriots have lost games in the most hilariously tragic games in back-to-back years last year it was the chandler jones stiff-arming oh mac jones into the ground <laughs> and this year it's a Bailey's two two interceptions from two different quarterbacks, and one of them was both, a fake spike. Yeah, two quarterbacks got attempts to make game-winning drives, and they both threw interceptions. Yeah, that's you. You you can't write this. You in you the words of the NFL can. themselves, you you cannot write you can't this. Write this. Um, Another game that you you couldn't script. Um, I if I did script it, it would not have gone down like this. <laughs> Was the Browns coming back to beat the Baltimore Ravens? This one was a crazy one. Um, you know, I think this just came down to the Browns have a lot of talent on that team. Yeah, they they have a lot of talent all around, especially on the defensive side. And Absolutely, they just they 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 use their playmakers well. Um, Jerome Ford had a good game. Amari Cooper had a good game. Um, Watson had a good second half compared to the first half, but yeah. a lot of a lot of what happened was yak. Like I, I don't think Watson, I don't think Watson was the difference maker in this one. No, yeah, um, he definitely wasn't. He didn't have like you know the most inspiring um stat line of all time. Yeah, he only had like two hundred and thirteen yards, a TD, and an interception. And so, yeah. And then PJ Walker came in to do to throw a pass for for funsies. Oh yeah, he threw in a a hail mary before the half. Yeah, uh, that was. I think, I think I think Watson was injured, and that's why they put him in. Oh, you're right. You're right. He does still have like some like shoulder thing. He gets going injured on like at least once a game. Yeah, he, he is he is very banged up all the time. It's a uh, karma. It's <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. saw this tweet that was like that was like Deshaun Watson uh does not uh play very well because every time he every time he closes his eyes he sees the pits of hell. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. That's crazy. <laughs> oh. Um yeah, but uh on on the side of the Ravens, it was it was honestly really really unfortunate. The that fourth quarter was insane because the the Ravens had a touchdown to go up thirty one to seventeen, um in the fourth quarter they go on the Browns go on two touchdown drives in a row, um after a uh, interception. There was a there or was no, a pretty no. crucial uh, Lamar pick. Yeah, it was it was 
He was, yeah. Lamar does have the turnover problem, though. I mean, he's 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 always yeah. been like that. Most of the time, it's fumbles, but you know, he'll throw the occasional pick as well. Um, and you know, it's something they got to live with. It's something the Ravens have to adjust for. Um, and they just weren't able to to keep it going. And not being yeah. able to close out a game like this against the Browns is is concerning for sure. I will not hold mm-hmm. you. And it it was even it was even crazier because the the second touchdown that would have tied the game the kicker missed the extra point so the Ravens were still winning yeah and then the and then the Ravens had a six play drive that went for twenty one yards and wasted three minutes and then the Browns went down the field and got mm-hmm. a field goal. And that was it. Yeah, um, the the Ravens. They you, you would think of the Ravens as a as a run heavy team, but yeah. they they didn't rely on the run that much. Uh, Keaton Mitchell had a couple good runs. He's he, looked great. Still. No, yeah, he, he, he had, had a great had another, game. This he had game. another good week. Um, where he just had some explosive runs. Oh, just kidding. He had thirty four yards in total. How many carries though? On three carries. Yeah. So and that's and that's Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, but that's yeah. Keaton Mitchell. Uh, but he looked better than like Gus Edwards did, because uh, Gus Edwards did not have a good game, and I they didn't rely on the run that much, and it's it's kind of hard to to keep. It's kind of hard to keep yourself in games like that. Yeah. Whenever you don't rely on the run that much, or when you don't have that reliable run game, um, but the Ravens they they could have relied on. It. I mean they they they've proven they could run the ball in the past in the past and like it's it was just weird to see i don't know if they just felt that they didn't want to try and run against like miles garrett or they didn't yeah. want to or, or that uh that brown's d-line um but it uh it it, it was just a kind of a kind of a weird showing from them for sure i especially through like the first you know the, through the first like four and a half or not or like three and a half quarters i was like ravens ravens are that team mm-hmm. putting up 31 on that browns defense is impressive no matter yep. which way you slice it but the the browns they 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 kept the browns in the game too long mm-hmm. and they didn't shut them out of the game and it uh that's that's just what happens yeah, I mean these divisional games are always messy. Yeah, I, you got to put some mind to it. I, I mean, still think the Ravens are a great team, still a contender, still very high powered, very good defense, very good coaching, and I think this is just you know this is just a game that happens. Yeah, it happens sometimes, and it's a divisional game. You're going against a really good other team in your division, and you know it. It happens. It happens to the best of them. This AFC North, man, is it's quite the insane. division. Yeah, AFC North, the only team not in the playoffs right now in the AFC North is the Bengals. And that is because they are tied with the CJ Strouds, the fighting CJ Strouds. <laughs> CJ Stroud Texans, man. Oh my god. What what else can you say about him? What else can you say? We that I, hasn't been said. <laughs> we we exhausted all of our oh, all of our Lord. dick riding last week <laughs> and now you want me to do it again i i can't i'm tired it, man my thighs hurt <laughs> cj calm down man let us take a break 
Um, but no, we we sat there last week and we said and we said yeah, C.J. Stroud is a great player. He's a top quarterback in the league. Uh, he's probably not gonna do it against these Bengals. And then he went and did it, and he did it even better than he did <laughs> last week. I, I, actually, last week was like a generation. Like that was one hundred percent. I mean, that was insane. But I mean, he still went out there and carved up a great defense. He looked like the a top three quarterback in the league. I mean, he was he was insane. Uh he's just he's that guy. He's the offensive player of the year. He's gonna go down as one of the best rookie quarterbacks in the league. Or he's gonna go back probably the best say, rookie quarterback. I was about to say he's gonna go down as one of the best rookie quarter, quarterbacks in ever yeah like, he says like in like franchise or like uh in season like stat wise and stuff like that he's he's that guy he's only thrown two interceptions now one was against the Bengals. him and burrow traded uh picks uh the other one he's only he, he's thrown two only one of them had negative uh consequences because the other one was fucking first down because the dude fumbled mm. um but he's he's so good he's yeah he's incredible he threw uh, 356 yards on this Bengals team. Um, also, we got to highlight Devin Singletary, who had yes. 150 yards on 30 carries. Yeah. We're giving Devin... Sing- that That is something... The, the Bills are like, wait, you can do that? <laughs> you can give Devin Singletary 30 carries? And you know what? To be honest, I didn't think you could give Devin Singletary... I, I would not give Devin Singletary it, more like, 30 uh, carries. In Buffalo, it was more like Devin single carry uh, because, uh, I mean, like, I don't think, I, I don't remember the last time, except for, like, Saquon, like, a couple of weeks ago, I think. Yeah, he had, got, like, 36 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's, that but is then, criminal. I mean, 30 carries, he got 150 yards. I mean, that's amazing. You're averaging five yards per carry uh, in today's NFL, like, and you're Devin Singletary. Like, what is what the fuck is D'Amico Ryan's doing over there? I, I honestly don't know. Noah Brown, we got to talk about him. Oh my god, stellar performance. He had 172 yards on seven receptions. Yeah. On seven receptions. Seven receptions. I, I can't do math that quickly to talk to you about that on a podcast. It's over 20. On, it's, I know it's like 22, 23. That's 23. Like, imagine 24. going for 20. Every time you throw yeah. to a guy, he gives you 23 yards. Oh, my God. I would throw to him that many times <laughs> as well. Every single every single play. Um, but, yeah, no, he um, Noah Brown had a great game. That's the thing, though, about C.J. Stroud as well, is that he elevates his players. He yeah. elevates his players so much. I you you cannot convince me that there are five or like six guys in the league. Uh, you cannot convince me that there aren't more than like five or six guys in the league that would be doing what CJ Shot is doing with on on the Texans right now. Yeah, I there there's very few people that I could that you could put into that situation and they would be doing great. And like that's no knock on no knock on the Texans or on like the. The coaching, especially coaching, has been yeah. great as well. But CJ Stroud has definitely elevated this team because nobody was really talking about this. This, uh, oh, I mean, Nico not. Collins, Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz. You got two former Cowboys players that had decent seasons, mm-hmm. and then uh, Nico Collins, who I don't even barely even talked about. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where he came that. from. I, I think he was on the team last year. He was. He was. Um, and then you got old man Bobby Trees, who uh, hell yeah, yeah. I mean, but that that you're you're looking at that room and you're like, well, 
Uh, well, we'll see what happens. And I mean, then... that's what I was thinking mm-hmm. before the season, and oh, even yeah, like sure. through the first couple of games in the season, and that's why that's why like with both Bryce Young and with C.J. Stroud, I was just like, I don't really expect much out of these guys. I just kind of want to see like flashes of something, yeah. and I guess C.J. Stroud like a vampire took away whatever promise that Bryce Young had because. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, are the Texans like a good team? Like, they've got like they've got they've got really good groups. I think yeah they they have they have a great uh, um quarterback and they have a great pass rush. Shut and Rankins, uh, their their yeah. coaching I think is what is what really what sets them apart. 100%. Because you look at every single group almost, and you're like, and you, like on paper, you look at them and you're like, okay, yeah, that's pretty good, pretty good, like not bad. Like okay, Sheldon Rankins, Will Anderson Jr. All right, uh, I'm forgetting who the who the other one is. Um, that's on the tip of my tongue for the for the Texans, but you know, Sheldon Rankins was a saint. He never did shit like this. He had eleven <laughs> pressures. Uh, yesterday, that's crazy. Eleven and like three sacks, like two or three sacks by himself. Uh, Sheldon Rankins never did anything like that as a saint. <laughs> Uh, as a jet, I think his jet stint was real short too. I don't. He never did anything. Oh yeah, too. I forgot he was also a jet. Yeah. So, yeah, Sheldon Rankins uh, is. I mean, the that whole the whole coaching staff is doing great, and they're 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 playing really good football. Yeah. The um and on the other side, the Bengals also played a really good game. I they did. I was under the impression that they were going to win that game, or I think I think I thought it was going to go to overtime, and then there you're like, well, it's probably whoever gets the ball. But C.J. Stroud did it again. He did it again. He just he just did it again. Another game winning drive. He's in the category with the rest of the top tier quarterbacks in the league right now. Like, I think that like, I don't know. Like, cause cause like you were saying, besides like Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow probably, but also like Joe Burrow has an insane receiving core around him. Mm-hmm. So arguably the best in the league, probably the best. 100%. And so like if you were to switch those spots, do do I think that Joe Burrow would be playing as good as as CJ Stroud is? Like it's pretty slanderous to even question it, but I mean she or uh uh Joe Burrow lost this game on the Bengals and and CJ Stroud won the game on the Texans. So like I don't know, man. Like, yeah. it's CJ Stroud is like, I, I I need to hold myself back because what if he's bad next year? <laughs> then I'll be so upset. Nah, I'll be so sad. Nah, I don't care. I'm going all in on. No, care. yeah, me too. I CJ Stroud is him. The Bengals are still a great team as well. One hundred percent. Yeah, they still have like, a lot of talent. Uh, if this matchup happens in the playoffs, I'm probably gonna pick the the Bengals. Uh, yeah, just because, like, the the Texans have just not been there, and the Bengals have, and it's just, you know, it's it's just hard. But yeah. also, the Bengals got to get in the playoffs first, so. That's true, that's true. Um, p- Speaking of playoff teams. Oh, wait, hold on, sorry. Matthew oh. says, I'm so upset I didn't pick the Texans to win. CJ, yeah. CJ Stroud is that guy, for real. I'm he also was, upset. He was, he was going back and forth on it, and I was thinking about it, but I was like, nah. I think we were all thinking about it, too. I was like, I, I wanted to pick the Texans so I'm bad. not picking against them the rest of the year. Yeah, I, I think you'll probably be right more often than not. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
Um, let's see. Next up, though, we got a big comeback win for the Niners. This was uh, an embarrassing game yeah. on the side of the Jaguars. They just looked so disorganized and dysfunctional. The Niners' defense was just mauling into them. Trevor Lawrence got sacked twice in the first quarter. Oof. Yeah, it was... They just started off rough, and and it was just it just didn't get better. Um, I, the, here's here's a theory I had because I was I was um, listening to other people talk about it and listening to like other people break it down, and they were talking how, about how the plan looked good, mm-hmm. but the execution was off, and yeah. it, they were messing up small things. They were messing up like like common things or like things that you should be like like just small little things like uh. Agnew didn't run a route right, and if he would have, mm. then uh, that would have been like a great touchdown. Oh yeah, it was like on a screen or yes, something yes, like yes, that. And Agnew did not. He just, oh, he just blocked instead of uh, instead of mm. like looking for the ball because he didn't know what he was supposed to be doing. And there's just examples like that. So I think the the Jaguars they they're going into this matchup and they're like, this is gonna be like our toughest matchup of the year. Like this is we need to plan, we need to plan, we need to plan. And so they just focused so much on the plan and they just threw so much of that plan together and then they just missed out like they just messed mm. up like the basics. They yeah. they were overthinking that plan and trying to make sure that everything went perfectly there so that they could have a chance against this like stacked Niners team who was fully healthy now and yeah. added Chase Young. And oh my god, who who played really good yeah. on the opposite side of Nick Bosa. I mean, game. yeah, you're you're if you just are a decent pass rusher on the other side of Nick Bosa, you're gonna look good. Uh, especially next to Javon Hargrave as well, but, um, yeah, no, it was, it was just, I think they, they focused so much on that, that the execution and going back to the base, it just wasn't there. So I, I'm not, again, I'm not worried about this Jaguars team, but I'm a little bit worried about this Jaguars team. I'm not going to lie. I think they'll still go to the, they'll still make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, yeah but like I, I am a little bit concerned in that this Jags team hasn't really, like, inspired that much in me, to be honest. Like, I... And maybe it's against the expectations that I had before the season started. Expectations for the Jaguars were very high uh, to start the season. And, like, I didn't think that they were going to be, like, world beaters or anything. But, like, I don't feel like... The, the Jaguars have won the games that they were supposed to win, and then they've lost against teams like the Niners, which is to be expected. And they've also lost against teams that I don't feel like they should have lost against. Um, and so it's just like, I don't really expect this team to make like a deep run. Like, I don't know, like if the if the season were to end today, the team that they'd be facing in the playoffs is the Browns. And do I think that the Jags can beat the Browns? I don't... I, I'm not convinced. I'm not I, really I, that convinced. I don't think they could either. And as much as I love Trevor Lawrence, I just wish that... I just wish that he looked like CJ Stroud, bro. <laughs> like, what's going on right now? Ugh. You know? like Trevor Lawrence, I mean, you know, the expectation was MVP candidate. And that's, I, that's a tough expectation to have. I don't know if I had those expectations on them. Cause, I think that's the, the in general. Okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, because I think he could be. I, I thought yeah. that this was the year that he could be. Yeah. Um, Going into this year, that's what a lot of people were expecting. And that's what you're hoping. I mean, you draft him first overall, and like you're, you're hoping for that. But just, 
it's just not quite there. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know what like, the issue is. It's not quite. I don't know what the issue is. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think that the Ridley trade is working out as great as you were hoping for. Yeah. Or, um, or like the Ridley, like, uh, did they even trade for him? Or did they just sign him? I think they just signed him. Um, they must have signed him. Yeah. Um, it's just not really working out as great. Ridley hasn't looked amazing. Uh, he hasn't really been that guy on offense like you were hoping it was going to be. Yeah. He's had a couple good games, but just nothing insane. ETN looks, it's looked good. Christian Kirk has been the wide receiver one on that team though. Yeah. And, um, the defense is very inconsistent. I mean, they got carved up today. They've had a few good games Yeah. against the Bills. They had a good game, but God, they are getting just absolutely carved up today. Yeah, I mean, if it's one thing that the that the Niners are gonna do is put up thirty on you. So. Yeah, um, and they the did. the funniest thing about this game is that the uh, the way that the Jaguars defense did succeed is that they broke Christian McCaffrey's touchdown. Uh, they did. Break. I forgot about that. Yeah, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and Kyle Juszczyk, their fullback, all had a touchdown this game, <laughs> and. And, and Christian, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey was the one who didn't, even though they ran like, they ran like three plays for yeah, him at the goal line the, or something the the like game. that. Yeah. That was crazy. Um, you definitely wouldn't expect that. Uh, maybe that was the plan. Maybe that was the, what the Jaguars were trying to do. Just not let Christian McCaffrey get a touchdown. That was the whole goal. Yeah. But the problem is if you don't let Christian McCaffrey beat you, they have four other guys yeah. they can that can four catch touchdowns will very easily catch a touchdown and beat you that way or run for a touchdown which was debo samuel um yeah of course and so yeah the niners are very good um their demise has been uh much uh over exaggerated even though i do like to over exaggerate <laughs> their downfall um but unfortunately they uh have oh, good even more dudes on that defense now and yeah. Brock Purdy didn't look horrible. So didn't look great, but didn't look horrible. You know, I'm still a hater. Me too. Hater till I die. Um, <laughs> speaking of hater, uh, I hate the saints. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I hate Josh Dobbs, but I, I, I don't. Um, it's hard to hate Josh. Yeah. It's, it, it's hard to like him when, when he's winning against your team. Because, like, it wasn't, like, anything overtly impressive. He just made good calls and got his guys, I mean, he completed passes. And he got that touchdown on his uh, on his leg, said, uh, that rushing touchdown that he had. That was a pretty impressive one. I was watching that play, and I was like, no fucking way he does this again, right? And he did it again. So it was, it was, it was rough to watch as a Saints fan. Um, God, this game was... A nightmare for me this game was insane bro it was it was awful honestly it was absolutely awful josh dobbs does look good though he uh he makes good reads and tj hawkinson oh my god yo i tj hawkinson the one i am so upset that i was low on tj hawkinson in fantasy oh, I was coming not, into the season I was not low on that was hawkinson. that's the biggest mistake that i made i love tj hawkinson even before this season like he was always a great tight end but man uh he looked great he was carving yeah. us up every single time i felt like every time that 
uh, Dobbs threw the ball, it was to TJ. I mean, he threw it to him 15 times for 11 receptions, 134 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next highest highest reception is four. Uh, Jordan Addison and Brandon Powell both had four receptions. So you are absolutely correct. Yeah, Yeah, no, every time that uh, that Dobbs threw the ball, I was like, it's going to be TJ, right? And it was. It was. It was TJ every time. And he was just—he was eating, man. He was—he was helping out um, Dobbs getting open. He was doing great, and man, he—he's—he's uh, on, he's on a historic run. Like he is doing 100%. amazing this year. He, uh, if uh, with his current projections, he's projected if like all this continues, which it looks like it's gonna, since Dobbs is like loving TJ. I didn't know they yeah. work out together. Uh, they train together oh, in the no offseason because they're both from Tennessee. Oh wow, that's yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And imagine being reunited yeah. on the same team. Yeah. Bro, no wonder he's throwing to him. I would throw to him all the time, exactly. too. Yeah. I'd be like, you're the only person I know here. Yeah. Oh, TJ, I know your name. Let's go. Yeah. Um, but if if the pace continues, uh, he is on pace to have the most receptions for a tight end season ever. That's crazy. Like, it was like 120 or something like that. 121. Maybe like 130, I think. Uh, but the record is 116. Uh, wow. by Zach Ertz, which is... Oh, yeah, because he beat... Uh, who did he beat? He also beat... Um, Tony G. I thought it was Dallas tight end, most more recent... Uh, Witten? Yes, I think it was I think it was Jason Witten. Might have been Witten. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, he's like on pace to get like over a thousand yards. He's, he's crazy. He's yeah. crazy. He's, he's like... Yeah, you, it used to be like... Kelsey, then Andrews, and then like everyone else. Yeah. yeah. And then Kelsey, Andrews, Kittle, and then everyone else. And TJ yeah, yeah, yeah. is is up there. He's making 100%. you hundred percent. He's making you reconsider who you think the best tight ends are. And Yo, tight ends are up, bro. We got Sam Laporta in the league. Sam now. Laporta. Um God, he's been good too. Any tight end on the Falcons that's not named Kyle Pitts <laughs> is They're up. gonna get fed. They're gonna get fed at least. Johnny yeah. Smith, Nicole Pruitt. They're both getting looked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know three tight ends on the Falcons because that's what the Falcons do. Um, but yeah, so we got to talk about we got to talk about the what happened with the quarterback play on the Saints. I think because that was God. that was the most wild ride I think I've ever been taken on. I think, I think this made me change. I've been very all season. I've been very against. Winston, as opposed to Carr, mm-hmm. I have been like, okay, keeping Carr. Winston is like too crazy. Carr is better for the team. I, I saw two and a half quarters of Carr play and a quarter and a half of Winston play, and I was thoroughly more entertained whenever Winston was playing. I was more optimistic. Mm. I, I was more excited watching the game. It made for a better game. And, like, at the end of the day, we were going to lose either way. We were definitely going <laughs> to lose if Carr didn't come in. Or if Carr didn't get injured. We were we were definitely going to lose if he stayed in. Um, so, like, fuck it. Put Jameis in. Like, just Let's do go. it. Just Jameis do it. Winston season. Just do it. Like, in, in three and a half quarters, or in two and a half quarters, uh, we scored three points. And Carr looked awful. And he looked scared. And he didn't make good throws he wasn't making good reads he was 
awful in the pocket. He was giving up sacks. He was just awful. And then Jameis comes in, and, like, we get two touchdowns right off the bat. And, like, those were the only two touchdowns that we had all game was J- Jameis's. Um, bro, that touchdown he had to A.T. Perry, bro, what was that? That was the most. That was so oh insane, bro, bro. When I was watching that live, I knew what he was gonna do. I knew it. Like <laughs> after watching Jameis for like most of last year, uh, I saw him go out there and like he was rolling to the left, and like I saw him like look over to the right, and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I was like, "He's doing it, isn't he?" But then At Perry made a crazy catch, and like uh what what a what a snag by AT Perry that was yeah. that was so good uh to just his, win the con- the contested catch his first touchdown of his career second catch of his career and first touchdown i was like all right all right AT Perry I like uh, you love to see it i love yeah. i love to get the young guys involved and uh his other catch was pretty good it was a little slant over the middle um so yeah i mean i was i i love to see that you know uh Chris Olave he got more involved too uh, oh. Derek Carr had it was either like one or two targets to Chris Olave. Oh. He ended up with like six receptions because Jameis Dang. targeted Olave. Jameis mm. knows how to throw to Olave. Carr doesn't. Carr mm. doesn't have any connection with Olave. Jameis has a way more of a connection. Carr doesn't want to throw to Olave. He's not good at throwing to Olave. He doesn't. He not, something's off there. Something mm. is very much off. But with Jameis, it was it it felt natural. It felt like they had played together for like so long and stuff, mm. and I don't know. It was, it was weird to see, um, but like Jameis, he gets it to his playmakers, and that was that was the the, the big thing there is uh, he he puts his playmakers in good positions, but for every good Jameis throw, there will be <laughs> a bad Jameis throw. Yes, and there were two. There were two really bad picks, and the picks are awful. They were inexcusable. He, it was like first and 10 and he like faced a little bit of pressure in the pocket and he just fucking aired it out like 40 yards downfield on the the biggest rainbow throw I've ever seen. That shit went off screen (laughs) and, and then it came down and you're watching, you're like, where's it going to come down? And it comes down on the, the fucking, the Vikings player who's watching the ball because Olave is not expecting the ball because he's getting double covered. But like, even then he was like still running harder than he would have with, if Carr was playing, <laughs> um, man, I don't know if, I don't know it. we were going to lose either way. So why not make it entertaining? And Winston makes it more entertaining. Carr makes me want to cry. Winston, at least I was like, okay, this is sick. This is cool. This is fun. Like that was a cool Olave catch. He, uh, like Winston, made that possible. So I think I'm officially on the Winston bandwagon as opposed to Carr until Carr proves otherwise. Carr has not proved a single damn thing all season. Yeah, it's been really, it's been really unfortunate because I thought I really thought that Carr edition was gonna be the, was gonna be that piece that the that the Saints needed. Yeah, but he's awful. He's just not good. He he's not good. And that at the end of the day, you can't win if you don't have a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Jameis, I you said for every good throw, there's also a bad throw with Jameis Winston. I every time I see a Jameis Winston touchdown or a Jameis Winston pick, I'm reminded of his like I don't remember what season it was, but uh. he had 
5,000 yards, 30 I, touchdowns. I think it was 2019 because I think it was the year before Brady went to the Buck. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Jameis Winston had 5,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, and 30 interceptions. That's the most Jameis Winston it's the very Jameis Winston that line. And it's... And, you know, he went out there today and he... He threw two he touchdowns threw two and touchdowns two interceptions. Two so, like... <laughs> Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, um, he he is who he is. He is. He is. And he doesn't change. And, you know, I respect it. At least it's fun to watch. It is It is a lot of fun to watch. And our offense looked a lot better when he was playing. So, we'll see. I don't know. Also, the Saints are so fucking stupid. How are we... <laughs> we gave Taysom Hill one... Uh, he had one catch. Or, like, one, like, reception. And then that Damn. was it. He didn't run the ball, like, at all. And, I'm like, and, like, we are literally 8-1 and one when Taysom Hill has at least seven carries. That's at crazy. Least. And, like, uh, why do we not, like, rely on that? I Especially against this uh, this Vikings team that loves to blitz and, like, loves to yeah. pass rush. Like, get him involved somehow. Like, make it, make them, make them commit. And then we can, like, do something about it. I don't know. It was, it was, it was crazy. It was just, it was a lot. Yeah, imagine misusing Taysom Hill, who was like your guys's like darling, you know. Yeah, like <sighs> he's there, he's right there. Just use him. But whatever. Um speaking of whatever, <laughs> uh the Steelers beat the Packers. Yeah. In a twenty three to nineteen victory. Did not watch this game. I know that a lot of people are questioning Jordan Love's job security now though. Mm. So you know, he looked good for the first, like, three games, and then it has looked very bad ever since. I, honestly, I'm willing to give Jordan Love, like, another year or something like that, but it's kind of crazy because that Packers team ha- literally has, like, no one on offense. Oh, yeah. They're no. literally throwing to... I think I think if, um, if dudes off the street could apply to any... Um, NFL teams position group getting real specific here yeah. really really boiling down this narrative <laughs> but uh, I think that Packers wide receiving core would definitely classify that yeah no Packers wide receiving core is they are they are so bad they I can are. name you Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs and nobody else which is honestly <laughs> much more than I thought it, it would have been considering the way that I just talked about well, them apparently Packers Packers fans don't like Christian Watson. Apparently, he is not a net positive this year. They, uh, ever since he came back, they've been on like a skid. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I think they. I think they're literally like on a six game losing streak since he's come back. Yeah, they're not looking good. Um, so, I don't know. The Steelers. I mean, this this game went about how we thought it would. I mean. Kind of close, low-scoring game that ended with the Steelers dub. Yeah, and the Steelers are now six and three because the Steelers have a better defense. Yeah, crazy sad. Here's here's the here's all I want to talk about from this game. The only thing I want to talk about from this. Tell me, through the first nine games of the season, uh, they are the first team that every, through the first nine games in every single game they were they were outgained in rush and pass yards. In all nine games, they were outrushed and outpassed in all nine games. 
and they are still with a positive winning record. They're the that first team to ever do that. pisses me off so bad. That they're the me first team so to bad. ever do that. That's insane. Mike Tomlin, coach of the year, I know, man. I don't know what I else know. you can say at this yeah. point. I mean, um, it's got to be him or D'Amico. It's got to be. Oh, man, that's a close race. Oh, that's a good one. Give it to D'Amico because I hate the Steelers, but... <laughs> um the no yeah that's crazy because um now i'm thinking back to that rams game and i'm like damn i can't we 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 outpassed and outran them that's wild and we still lost that fucking game god damn it i mean not that like not like like what are we gonna do you know what i mean (laughs) oh matthew stafford is gonna be back this week oh nice next week yeah this week weren't they yes we were on by so i was spared from watching well it would have been carson wentz play but I was going to say spared uh, yeah. from watching Bre- Rip Ass. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. Oh, also want to shout out uh, TJ Warren. Or no, no, no. Jalen Warren? Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren, man, yeah. had 101 yards and a touchdown in this game. I said it uh, like early-ish in the season, but Jalen Warren is legitimately like... The, like their best player on offense, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, he At least the most explosive. 100 percent. he's playing he's playing amazing and i think he's an undrafted guy too uh no i think he was drafted i think he was a late round pick though i see but yeah we want to move on to the next one uh not, not a bay. good segue here but no it's not okay. really not really a game that matters much <laughs> tampa bay beat the titans 20 to 6 and like what what else, what else can you say they they, they beat him um <laughs> well, that uh mike evans is fucking insane mike evans i mean 143 yards and a touchdown on six receptions i am loving this comeback season from mike evans right now it's truly something to see mike evans finally has a quarterback um and so it's it's <laughs> he played with tom brady <laughs> and james winston <laughs> Who gave him many yards in that five thousand yeah, yards? He season. did give him a lot of yards, <clears throat> but I mean, um, yeah, it the it's the Titans are not a good team. Um, Will Levis threw for one hundred and ninety nine yards and an interception, and did he lose a fumble at all? It does not look like it. So, I don't know. Oh, they had they had they had a lot of dudes out. Yeah, questionable um, that game. Yeah, I mean, Titans and Tampa at this point. I mean, Tampa's vying for that. They're they're still at the top of the... Or still trying to compete for the top of the NFC South. And Titans are kind of out of it at this point, so... Yeah. They're like a bottom three or four team in the AFC, so... Yeah. Nah, not gonna happen. Um, But speaking of bottom teams... Um, ones that are playing better than expected... Oh, true. Kyler Murray returned, and he... He played. He played great. Kyler Murray had an amazing game. Uh he looked great out there. The Cardinals' offense. Hey, hey, my take always comes true. My take <laughs> always comes true. My Cardinals are playing well. Hey, then... I'm jumping back on the Cardinals bandwagon. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Kyler Murray does not look like he's missed a step he, at all. He is. He has stepped right back into it, and he is just as explosive as he was before. And similarly to uh, Justin Fields, this is why I don't think that uh, Arizona or Chicago should pick a quarterback in this draft. Like, I think that they should be building around the guys that they have, especially 
because I think that Marvin Harrison Jr. would go crazy with either of these. I want dudes. him to be a cardinal. I think I want him to be a cardinal. I I do I do I I do see that that I that's also kind of what I, that's I see. What I want that's what I want. I want that more than a, than him as a bear. Yeah, I I just I don't know what the Bears need, man. To be honest with you, they need but defense. That's what they need. They need everything. I don't know. I feel like I haven't heard much about defense in this year's draft yet. But we will uh, we'll try and do some like draft coverage after the yeah, football once, season. Yeah, once once football's over, let's then we can start looking at it. Once we actually know what the draft order is gonna be. Yeah, yeah. For now, I'm I'm chilling. I'm, no, <laughs> I'm yeah, we don't it. need to be doing mock drafts at this point. <laughs> mock draft right now. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, but uh, uh, Matthew said Kyler Murray looks like an actual child playing football. And <laughs> hey, he's you know, a good child, though. He's, yeah, he's, he's a good child. He he uh, did not get put in timeout after this game um, <laughs> because uh, yeah, I, I I just I feel and I feel like people also forgot about Kyler Murray. Like, hello, yeah. are we forgetting that this I mean, man injuries, is like really good at football? The injuries did hurt, like. Um... And like the the narratives around Kyler are always like negative for some reason, yeah. uh, whether it's about his height or Call of Duty or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, but like he's he's a good football player. He's, 100%. he's a great football player, and and he, uh, I think he definitely is like a top ten quarterback in the league. And I think that this Cardinals team is playing hard, and I think they have a chance to win some 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 good games. Like through the rest of the season, I don't know what their schedule looks like for the rest of the season, but I think they have the chance to to get some wins. I don't think they should. So I, yeah, I definitely they... think they should stay towards the bottom. Yeah, but I mean, hey. what is this Cardinals schedule looking like? I'm actually pretty curious. Because... Cardinals also get two uh, picks because they get the Texans pick as well. Oh, interesting. Oh yeah, because yeah. they traded up and yeah, they get I the mean... Texans first pick. That uh, that Texans pick is not looking too good for them, but at least yeah. it is a first. Rounder. It is a first rounder though, and this class is very deep. Uh, speaking of the Texans, that's who they face next week. Oof. Um, so do they want to win that game? No, they do. They want they want their draft. Do they uh, want to win that game? They should tie. That's what they should be. <laughs> they should want yeah. to tie. Um, and then they face the Rams, and they're gonna lose again. Um. Mm. And uh, then they face the Steelers. They'll probably lose against the Steelers. Yeah. They'll probably lose against the 49ers. Uh, the, they could they could beat the Bears. They could definitely beat the Bears. That might be like that might be a game you want to lose though. Y- yeah, that, that's gonna be the first overall draft pick, uh, bowl right there. Actually, no, because Panthers and Patriots are still in there as well. Uh, well, honestly, I'm looking at the rest of the schedule, and it's looking like the only winnable game is that <laughs> is that Bears game, because they also are facing the Eagles and the Seahawks to end the season, so I I don't know if your Cardinals agenda is looking too good. Well, they, they, they're going to have fun while doing it, and they're going to they're gonna get hey. a good pick, and they're going to get a really good pick, a really high pick, and they're going to... They're gonna be better next year, and that's all that matters. That's man, all that matters. Having fun and getting some cardio <laughs> in. Um, uh, speaking of speaking of having fun and uh, and running around a lot. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say and cardio, but uh, that this game was pretty back and forth. This yeah. Lions against the Chargers, yeah. crazy game, great game. This was this was basically the 
exactly what we hoped for when yeah. we saw this. I mean, shootout. I mean, you see this slide up, and you're hoping for a shootout, and that's what it was. Yeah. And uh, Lions just ended up with a dub. It was one of those, I mean, last team that has the ball scores, and they won. And it was a great, great game. Uh, Gibbs looked great. Gibbs looked really fucking good in this game. Yeah, he it finally was... got goal line work. Yeah. Montgomery had that crazy uh, touchdown run. It was like 75 yards Yeah, or 75 like yards. Um, yeah, that was a crazy run. And but other than that, he didn't really do, mu- do too much um, throughout the game. But Gibbs looked great, so that didn't really matter. And Amon Ra had a great game. Laporta had a great game. Yep. I mean, it was Goff had an amazing game. Goff had like one of his one of his best as a lion. Absolutely, I mean, putting yeah. up forty one. I mean, it's kind of hard to to have a bad game there. Uh, the Lions O line is is great. Oh, uh, to put some respect on David Montgomery's name, he had well, I guess since he did go for seventy five yards on one run, but he had he ended up with one hundred and sixteen. That, so, that's pretty good yeah that is pretty good um and yeah of course Amon Ra St. Brown had an insane game uh, yeah. 156 yards and a touchdown yeah um and Khalif Raymond had a really good uh had a really good play in this game as well he's stepping up as a as a pretty solid like playmaker uh like wide receiver two to three very explosive yes very um, but yeah, this... He's what they were hoping Jameson Williams would be. <laughs> yeah, who who had... Who made a couple plays in this game, and by a couple, I literally just mean two. And on the other side, the Chargers, Justin Herbert, went for 323 and four touchdowns. Um, Keenan Allen had, like, a 2023 a 20, Keenan Allen type of game. He had 175 yeah. yards. 11 receptions and two touchdowns like 2023 keenan allen is a different keenan allen dude i'm is. gonna be thinking about this keenan allen for the rest of my life i think <laughs> this is a great keenan allen this is amazing this is a generational keenan allen absolutely and yeah man that's other than that though get herbert some help i'm so sick of it I give give him a defense, please. Oh, yes, give him a defense. Give him a defense, please. And why why does Quentin Johnston have to be bad? I it does it does suck to see that the guy who they drafted did not make the impact that they were hoping they were going to. But they also could have picked Zay Flowers, and yeah. uh, they also could have picked uh, JSN. I think. Uh, or did JSN go first? I think JSN was the first. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Quentin Johnson was like right after, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was the next one off. He was, and then right after that, I believe, was Zay Flowers. Yes. Um, but yeah, the, um, I don't know if I quite agree with the, like, I mean, obviously this Chargers defense has not been very good, but at least this game, I feel like in shootouts like this, like, I'm never going to be like, Oh, like they, you know, the Lions put up forty-one on the on the Chargers. Like, oh no, like the the Chargers put up thirty-eight on the Lions. Like that. That's just how like shootouts go. Yeah. It's not. I don't feel like it's like that huge of an indictment on the defense. It's just like how this kind of thing shakes out. Um, I think that like the Chargers did everything that they could. And the Lions just are better. Like, I think that the yeah. Lions are cementing themselves as a top five team in the league right now. Like, I think they're, I think they're basically like an S tier contender right mm-hmm. now. Like, I, 
whenever I watch them, I and the ways that they win games, I'm reminded of like the Chiefs and the Eagles, the way that they can like both grind out wins against like better teams, like for example the Chiefs, mm-hmm. uh, in Week One. Um, and they can also win games in a shootout, like this game against the Chargers and against the Seahawks earlier in the season as well. Like, I, I just feel like, and speaking of coaches of the year, Dan oh, Campbell, Dan Campbell, yeah, um, sure. maybe he should be winning this, this award. I, as much as I like the, the seasons that, uh, CJ Stroud and the, as much as I am watching the Steelers have a good season, um, I think that Dan Campbell is literally getting every drop out of this uh out of this lines roster and then some mm-hmm. um it's just like uh and and matthew says i think gibbs and montgomery is gonna best be the best running back duo by the end of the season and watching this game it was hard for me to think anything else. I I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be mad if you said they're the best duo right now. That, that, yeah, exactly. I was trying to think of a better duo right now, but like... Uh, uh, Hunt and Jerome Ford. <laughs> Devin Singletary and Damian Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Damian Pierce is healthy. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I, Gibbs and Montgomery is a great duo, and, and they just have so many guys on that team, and yeah. they all play well together. It's just, it's it's a, it's a it's nice to see. It's it's very impressive to see how well and how well how well orchestrated the the whole team is. One hundred percent. So speaking of orchestration and how bad <laughs> it can be, um, the Giants. Oh my God, they are not a good football. They team. are rough. the The New York Football Giants are. Muy pequeño. They are so tiny and, <laughs> and so sad to watch. The the Cowboys almost put up fifty on them. This was a forty nine to seventeen blowout. The Cowboys outscored the the Giants forty nine to seventeen this year. That was the, they faced twice, and that was the result forty nine to seventeen or eighty nine. 17 oh right because they the, put up 40 to zero last that, time yeah so yeah god it was just it's rough <laughs> yeah i'm looking at these stats trying to find oh this is all i want to know is how many yards cd lamb had oh cd lamb had like he had like 175 right yeah, something like that oh he had 170 oh wait what the fuck Hold on, hold on. Brandon Cooks had 173 yards in this game? Did he And a really? touchdown? Why are we talking about CeeDee Lamb, bro? Oh my god, I mean, he did have 11 and 151. They they both ate, damn. That is true, yeah. Um, I did not know Brandon Cooks. I know he had a great, I knew he had a great game. I did not know it was that good. That's Everyone insane. was talking about CeeDee Lamb after this game. Yeah. And forgetting about my boy, Brandon Cooks, who had a, I mean, Brandon Cooks has never done anything like that on the Rams. Uh... But uh, yeah, he did some shit like that on the Saints. No, yeah, and he did uh, some shit like that on the Saints for sure. That's why. That's why the Cowboys went out and got him, and I'm glad to see that they're finally uh, getting what they what they wanted out of him. CD Lamb, I think, uh, after this game, said something to the effect of like, "Whenever you talk about the best wide receiver in the league, it's me, and if it's not, <laughs> you're lying," or something like that. And I was like, you know what? Valid dog. 
I don't. I don't quite think he <laughs> is the, the best. best. But like, but you you respect the confidence, and he's playing at a very high level. He's, he's playing on the level of the best wide receiver in the league. Right? His his past string of games has been very very mm-hmm. impressive. I don't quite know exactly what it is, um, but I know he's on a uh, a similar run to um to what uh to what AJ Brown was doing earlier exactly, in the season. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's he's had a lot of impressive games lately, and him and Dak have had a really good connection. Um, and it's just it's just been insane to see. The last four games he's played, he's been, he's, well, to put it lightly, he's had 100 plus receiving yard games, uh, which are coming to the tune of 117, 158, 191, and 151. That 191 game was crazy. It was, it was a generational game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, why don't you talk while I add up, and I would love to know what the average, uh, uh, the average of those yeah. four. Yeah, um, what else is, was going on in that game? The Cowboys defense did not let up against, uh, against the Giants at all. Like, they were, they were just pinning their ears back, and they were rushing the passer as much as they could. And the Giants, they just look awful. I saw, I sent you the video, the, uh, the link that I saw about, um, the Giants players, and it was like, uh, you know, a, a run by Saquon. Uh, it was the direct wildcat snap to Saquon. And the uh, left tackle, left guard pulled out to, from the left and they went to the right and they crossed across the line. And uh, they were supposed to at least. The tackle had to push the guard so that the guard would move. And then the guard like, got turned around and ended up facing head on with Saquon Barkley. Like literally facing the opposite way from his end zone. And like, just was like looking at him. It was like, and like, you could see like the confusion on his face. And then Saquon had to like turn him around and push him forward. And then they like, he like stopped. He got stopped right there. Like, it's so disorganized. And that offensive line has to be the worst in the league. I mean, it is by like yeah. every metric, but like, it's yeah. still just getting worse. Um, to bring it back to something that's not quite as stinky uh 154 yards oh has been cd lamb's average in the past four games oh my god that that's that's generational i don't i don't quite know what to say about it yeah uh so it's it's nice to see that cd lamb has been on the kind of run that he that he's on right now mm-hmm. um we definitely got to talk about the Seahawks Commanders game. This was one of those games that I thought was going to be stinky, but ended up turning into like one of my favorite games of the week. It was an interesting one for sure. Um, you know, two two like teams that like going into the season, you're like, yeah, they're going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. I I would have thought this was like going to be like kind of like a Seahawks like easy win, but I mean, it was back and forth for sure. Um, they, they went back and forth and, um, they both looked pretty good. Uh, they all had, they both had big plays. Yeah. Like on the, literally like on the first drive of this game, it was like a Brian Robinson, like 75 yard touchdown. It was and Brian Robinson, Brian Robinson had like a generational game this week. Like, I don't know exactly what his stats were. The Brian Robinson touchdown was like a 75 yarder. So yeah, it was Brian Robinson only had 38 rushing yards, but he had 119 yards receiving. How does that even happen? Yeah, no, it's crazy. Uh, And then like, yeah, Brian Robinson scored a touchdown and then Kenneth Walker answers back and uh, they get a, um, 
as Seahawks running back gets a touchdown, and then Commanders answer right back, and uh, Antonio Gibson gets a running back touchdown, a receiving touchdown, and that was an insane one too. He, yeah, it was like a pretty good pass. Yeah, it was a good one. Like, it was and it was a great uh, like receiving play from from the running back on that one. And then um, uh, Tyler Lockett had a touchdown in this one as well. You love to see a Tyler Lockett touchdown. Yeah, he played well. Yeah, and it was just a, it was a good back and forth battle. Um, you know, two teams that have kind of been underperforming their their uh, their expectations earlier in the season, but they put, sure. up, they put up a good battle. Absolutely. Um, I'm kind of on, like, the Sam Howell train right now, I think. Yeah, I, he, he has so much potential, I think. I, it's, it's I like the way he plays it. a lot. It's, I, I, there, there really is just something that's so, it's, it's almost messy. And, yeah. And that, I think that's what kind of, like gets me is like i don't know like i don't know what to expect every time sam Helm drops back and i'm like i don't know if i can really support <laughs> it that much because like they're just they 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 play messy football and they do and yeah. it's nothing ever seems like that clean or that like well organized but it works like, yeah. It works for them. Uh, the last drive of the game, I wrote down this. I was writing down notes about the games and stuff. And one of my notes that I wrote down during the end of the drive, whenever the commanders were on offense, is that they play messy football that just ends up working. And they have very bad clock management and hectic plays that happened, but they get results. Like you, I was watching that last game, the, the last drive that the commanders had, and it was so like. I didn't feel like I was watching a, a game-winning drive. <laughs> I didn't feel like I was watching a good drive at all. But they were getting down the field. And, like, they were taking bad penalties. They had to delay a game. Mm. And it was just, like... And then they, like, had a... They, like, did a... They were, like... They were running against the... They were working against the clock. And then, like... Uh, they would, like... Someone missed going out of bounds. Like, he didn't go all the way out of bounds. Mm. So then the clock was running. And then they didn't call a timeout like immediately. They waited like ten seconds. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, I "What was are like, they doing?" It's like, "What is happening?" Like, it was just very bad management. Yeah, but it worked. Like, they didn't end up winning, but like they still right. ended up like getting points, and it was it was just it was a weird game for sure. Uh, Sam Howell had three hundred and twelve yards and three touchdowns, no picks. But to bring it back to what you were saying their leading receiver was their running back with 119 yards and then their second leading receiver was their other running back with 42 <laughs> yards so like and they have good receivers too they do which is why i'm like what's happening here and so i guess like I, like i i don't i don't really know but i'm intrigued i want to be <laughs> here for for sam howell and i also really want to be here for boye mafe who I have missed this. I'm getting on the Boye Mafe train a little bit Boy late. Boye Mafe is that guy, bro. He is that guy. It's been his seventh straight game with a sack, which is the longest streak in Seattle franchise history. Yeah, so, I didn't know that. That's crazy. That's <laughs> insane. Longest in Seattle history. They had a they had a whole legion of boom that was like known as one of the best defenses ever. Yeah, like, that'd be like if you told me that fucking. Um, what the who's uh montez sweat got fucking like the longest streak <laughs> in bears defense history for most sacks i'd be like no way but yeah. yeah no boy mafe he's he's been looking good yeah and so that's nice to see they finally get some pass pass rush 
pass rush <laughs> on that uh, on that Seahawks line, which is something that they've been uh, that they've been really needing. That's been the weakest part. Um, you know, and speaking of pass rush, you you wonder. It really makes you wonder, like, because that's what the big part of what the commander struggled with this game as well. Like, you wonder why they just had to blow it all up like that and just blow up their entire pass rush. And if they hadn't, maybe they could have won this game. I mean, maybe that could have been, like, Sweat and Young combined, I think could have been enough to at least give them the edge here. I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I think that's a pretty fair assessment to make because I don't think... I mean, the the commanders are currently 4-6 and six right now. That's not like... Well, okay, let's let's reframe this. They were four and five coming into this game. Mm. They could have been at five hundred, maybe if they had their two best pass. I mean, no disrespect to Deron Payne or anything, but yeah. like the uh, they. But Chase Young is definitely better, and Montez Sweat at least is a positive. One hundred percent. So I don't really know what that's all about, but uh, yeah, yeah. What? Speaking of uh, not really knowing what that's all about, the Raiders <laughs> beat the Jets. Uh, in a this very game. very boring primetime game. Yep, uh, which is uh, I think as you put it, twenty twenty two Broncos esque primetime yes. game. Very very twenty twenty two Broncos. Twelve to sixteen. Maybe this Jets team is the is the Broncos from last year. Yeah, I think they are. You know, small, short games. I mean, the Raiders beat them, but I mean, Broncos lost a lot of games last year too, where it's just low scoring games, and you're like, maybe the, I mean, maybe that defense is really good though. I mean, the the Jets defense is one of the best in the league, and they're 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 keeping their opponents low scoring games. They just can't fucking score. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of absurd at this point because, like, I mean, I think it's free Garrett Wilson to the Definitely day I die. Honestly, I I want to see him be on. I I want to see him with a good quarterback so bad. Come on, Aaron Rodgers. Whatever you're doing, whatever drugs you're doing, keep doing them. Yeah, <laughs> I I need a speedier recovery. He was saying he he might come back in December. That's what I saw. I was like, oh my god, that's that'd be insane if he did. If he did, if he did, bro is not like seeing the kingdom of heaven because he <laughs> he must have made some he deal did some with Satan with Satanic Satan. shit yeah. in order to get that. But yeah, I didn't really watch this game. I did see the, the if speaking of having two nickels, uh, I would have two more nickels for every time that the Jets almost had a fail or almost had a hail mary work out for yeah. them. And, and Tyler Conklin fucked it up. He did. Yeah, it 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 almost Garrett Wilson. I I watched this in slow motion, trying to figure out what happened, and I guess Tyler Conklin like knocked it out of Garrett Wilson's hands or something like that. Mm. But Garrett Wilson was right there at the catch point, and then it just fell to the ground, and I was like, "What happened?" Yeah, I don't know. And there was also another Jets wide receiver who was like in the vicinity of the dropped ball, but I imagine he thought that it was going to be end up with Garrett Wilson or somebody yeah. else, but I don't know. It was it was honestly one of the better Hail Mary attempts I've 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 seen in a while. Um and uh s- since the last time that Zach Wilson <laughs> tried it, um imagine imagine Zach Wilson's legacy and the narratives <laughs> around him if even one of those is a catch. Oh uh, god, you you're talking about a completely different Zach Wilson. Yeah. 
though we're talking about the zach wilson who did not end up sleeping with one of his mother's friends i think <laughs> um no no that that combined with the hail mary is what makes him a legend. right yeah yeah exactly exactly mm-hmm. um and uh so speaking uh, to end of... off this this just awful slate yeah. of primetime games. Thank you for interrupting me, by the it's way. Right. I did not have I did <laughs> oh. not have a segue. You, okay, cool. I was like speaking of and then you yeah. started talking. I was like, thank God, because I, I had nothing, bro. I should have just let you cope, man. <laughs> no, no, please. I would have I wouldn't have burnt it. I wouldn't I didn't even turn on the stove. It was not boiling. Yeah. Um yeah, no. This to end off this awful slate of primetime games, week ten stinkers. It is the Josh Allen Bills versus the. I was gonna say I was I was looking at what I had written down and uh, I had my prediction for how I thought this game was gonna go, <laughs> and it did not age well. Um, I, I was I was expecting you know Josh Allen to have some sort of bounce back game, and he did not. He did not at all. Do you do you want to hear his stats? Oh, have you seen his stats? I haven't. Read them to me. It's 177 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Ugh, he did have stinky. a he did have a rushing touchdown, but still, this was not this was not a good game from Josh Allen, which I speaking of having to back off of some teams right now. Um, and by speaking of that, I'm referring to the last week's episode when I had to step <laughs> back from some teams that I thought were going to be good. Mm-hmm. The This Bills team... I'm taking a big step back from them. I think they're cooked, man. I don't know what they're... The, they're cooked. I don't know what they're, to they're say. They're missing the playoffs. They, they are. Like, it's it's rough out there. I don't know what... I It's hard to like process why they're so bad. Yo, I don't think they're making the fucking playoffs, dog. They I'm looking at the rest schedule. of the schedule. The AFC East is a tough division. It's Jets, Eagles, Chiefs, Ooh. Cowboys, Chargers, free game off of the Patriots, but then they face the Dolphins for the last game of the season. I I think Didn't the Bills are cooked. Didn't they lose to the Patriots earlier? Uh, they did lose yeah, to the they Patriots. Lost to the Patriots. I was about to say they already lost to the Patriots. No, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh this, my God. Yeah, this, this, this Bills team is yeah, they're done. Like you can't win to the Broncos. I don't like. Come on, Russell Wilson. Okay, but in Russell in in defense of the Broncos, Russell Wilson had a great game. Russell Wilson looked good. That's good to see. Yeah, he had a he had. I did see some great throws from him. Uh, there was one where he was like uh. He was like under pressure and he was like scrambling out and he like made a move and like turned around and uh, he was rolling to the left and like set his feet real quick and made a throw to uh, Sutton on like the edge and mm-hmm. Sutton like was like falling down and got the catch like in the end zone. Hell it was a yeah. great play. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That was like the most insane toe tap yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it was it was a great toe tap and um, Russell Wilson made a great throw and it was it was really impressive. And like uh, maybe maybe they're starting to maybe they're starting to mesh. I mean, the Broncos, they're they're kind of on the up. They're kind of on the up and up. Yeah. Matthew was saying the same thing. I mean, he was, <laughs> he said they got a sneaky little win streak, which I didn't know that, that was true. Uh, I guess I haven't really been paying attention to Broncos football though. So, and uh, in this competitive AFC, they're in a, they're in the hunt, I guess, for a playoff spot, which is kind of crazy to say, but they are. And... Um, I don't know if they're in the hunt because they must be the 12th seed or something because they are not, uh, 
they're not in the top 11 seeds. Mm. But, well, I mean... They are on the up and up. That is true, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what their win streak is looking like. Let me pull that up. Also, Matthew predicted Sean Payton for Coach of the Year. <laughs> and, you know, as as good as the Broncos looked in this game, you, you, you can't. You can't be... Yeah. You can't be saying that over D'Amico, Dan Campbell, and uh, uh, Mike Tomlin. Oh, true. Wait, the Broncos are on a cheeky little win streak against first with the Packers, then with the Chiefs, then with the Bills. Hey, I mean, that's... Chiefs and Bills in back-to-back games is, is pretty crazy. That's... Damn. That's... That is a trivia stat that... <laughs> will be pulled out on the most like knowledgeable football fans and they will not they will not get that shit correct. But if you are a listener to the sporty threesome, just remember that in weeks eight and ten, because they had a bye in between that, but in weeks eight and ten, <laughs> they beat the Chiefs they beat the twenty twenty three Chiefs and the twenty twenty three Bills back to back. Back to back. Insane. Yeah. Um, free, I'm not going to say free Stefan Diggs, because that's kind of, I don't want to add more flames onto the fire or anything, but, uh, his, that's what, that's what Trayvon's doing. I was going to say his Trayvon, brother, Trayvon said all day, free my boy. It's so, it's so crazy because he also said 14 was, or no, 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 uh, he was not good until 14 got there, Yeah, which is true, but you don't have to say it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did. He he didn't need he didn't need digs, but I don't know. It was it. It's just weird to see the Bills looking so bad. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe I shouldn't have predicted them to. I predicted them to beat the uh, the Bengals. Home. The Bengals. Oh two weeks yeah. Ago. Yep. Yep. I thought they were gonna beat the Bengals. They did not. Well, I mean, let let me be fair to myself here. I didn't think that they were going to beat the Bengals. I that was the kind of game that you think is gonna go either way, and it happened to go. Uh, well, the Bills are just not good. I guess so. Sympathy. That's what it's looking like. The Bills can make their claim to deciding what kind of a team they want to be in these coming weeks, but it's with the competition that that they've got to face, it's not looking too good. Yeah, rough one. Rough rough upcoming few games, and it's not looking good for Bills playoff hopes. They're just Um, not playing well. But speaking of the coming up weeks... Speaking of upcoming weeks... I think we should get into these pickums. I'm real let's, excited. Let's make some predictions. Let's let's pick some games. This uh, I think this slate of games this week is also supposed oh, to be very good. It's an amazing slate of games that we got coming up. I mean, starting off on Thursday with Thursday night football, Bengals at Ravens. This is this is going to cement my Lamar for MVP. Even though even though they lost last week, the Bengals also lost last week. They both did. These are both two teams coming off a loss. Uh, that's what Matthew was saying as well. Um, Matthew's also picking the Ravens because um, he said the defense is better than the Bengals defense, which is fair. That's part of why I have them picked as well. Although if Bengals do win. That helps my Joe Burrow for MVP case. <laughs> so um, yeah, but it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. I'm I'm in, I'm interested to see what happens for sure. 
two great offenses and great defenses. We will be tuning in. Yes, we will. We will. Um, next up, we got Steelers at Browns. Two AFC North divisional matchup games. It, you know, it's it's better than it looks because the, yeah, yeah the, the, they both have good records and this could have playoff implications. It very well could. And you got two of the front runners for Defensive Player of the Year going head to head: T.J. Oh, Watt and uh, Miles Garrett. Uh, I think Miles Garrett's gonna pull it through. I got the Browns. I do not know who I'm picking as I'm looking at this. I part of me wants to pick the Steelers to be honest with you, mm. just because um, Coach of the Year for Mike Tomlin agenda could be cemented in this game. Kevin Stefanski ain't a bad coach though. That's true, but also I would probably be more inclined to pick the Browns if Deshaun Watson was not their quarterback. Yeah. Um, and so, and that's why I'm like, you you never know what fucking I'm picking the Browns. God damn it. <laughs> um, they're at home. Yeah. Um, the the Steelers offense is bad. They're not good. The yeah. reason they're in all of these games is because of their defense. This is about to be like a 16-13 to 13 slugfest or something. Yeah, it's going to be ugly. Uh, Matthew also picked the Browns. Uh, next up, Bears at Lions. Matthew got Lions, and I'm going Lions as well. I also have Lions. Next Although, one. is Justin Fields coming back for this game? I don't game? know. Won't move, it won't move the needle for me, but... But, but it would make the game more entertaining. It would. It would make the game more entertaining. And whenever I see these two teams uh, next to each other in this matchup, I think that it's going to be... Uh, I mean, I, I see entertainment. A lot of divisional matchups this week. Wow. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, speaking of a, a interconference matchup, however, <laughs> we have the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I mean, Chargers have been bad, but not that bad. I'm going Chargers. I am also picking the Chargers, and so does Matthew. All right. Uh, Raiders at Dolphins, one of the easier locks of the week. Mm-hmm. We, we, it looks like we all three got Dolphins. Yep. Giants at Commanders. The Giants are very bad. Yeah, we just spent a good portion <laughs> of the show shitting on them, and I think uh, that will continue. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Matthew has Commanders, and in Panther Cowboys versus Panthers, Matthew also has Cowboys, which another one I you know I I thought that Raiders Dolphins would be the base lock. Cowboys Panthers has got to be the lock of the week. Yeah, yeah, I. The Bryce Young is going to be eaten alive by this Cowboys defense. I, I'm 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 seeing another like forty game. Yeah, no, this could definitely be another like uh, another high scoring Cowboys blowout. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. We also up. have the Tennessee Titans versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Boring game, kind of. Uh. I feel like this could be at least be interesting. I, it, it is a it is a divisional matchup, so you never know what could happen. I mean, Matthew has the Titans picked. See, see, interesting. I, uh, I like that. I like. I don't that. know. I I think the Cal the Jaguars are gonna have a good bounce back. I think they're still a great team, and they still have a lot of talent. So I think they'll be fine. Now we have the Cardinals versus the Texans. This game would have been well. I mean, this this is a pretty interesting game now that yeah. Kyler's back. Kyler being back, I mean, looking just as. 
as good as he did last game, not not missing a beat. It'll be a good matchup for sure, but I think I think C.J. Stroud and the Texans got this easily. Yeah. We all got the Texans, and then Matthew also has the caveat that although with Kyler being back and having fresh legs, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up having a masterclass of a game. So Matthew's calling a Kyler he, Murray masterclass. Yeah, you he, heard it here first. He's predicting it. He's predicting right now. Uh, let's see. Bucks at Niners. This is a San Francisco. This is a Niners pick for me as well. Matthew said he kind of wants to pick. Kind of wants to pick the Bucks. I can see it. This is this game does kind of give upset, low key. It it does have trap game energy, um, but I'm still picking the Niners. Same, yeah. yeah. Uh, next up we got Jets versus Bills. This is the Bills. The, if they lose this, they're officially frauds, and that's what Matthew said as well. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like, I, I'm still going Bills. Uh. I don't know. I, I'm gonna I might change it. Fuck it. I'm picking Jets, boy, because do you want to know why? Yes. They've been so close to getting dubs lately, and yeah. with this struggling Bills team, but do the Bills really lose three in a row? Uh, this this fucking god damn it! I don't know. I'm gonna pick the the Bills already lost to the Jets. They did lose to the Jets already. Yeah, they lost the first game of the season to the Jets. And now Josh Allen looks even worse? I think I might be sticking with this pick, man. Uh, that's fair. I wouldn't blame you there. I don't know. I'll, I'll be thinking about it throughout the week. That's valid. That's valid. Uh, next up, we got Seahawks at Rams. You know, Matthew has the Seahawks. I have the Rams, baby. Matthew Stafford is supposed to be coming back. We beat the Seahawks last time. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a divisional game, and we tend to have the card or the Cardinals. We also have the Cardinals number, but we tend to have the Seahawks number as well. Um, and we're at home, so I am. If we lose this game, then I am going. Then I will start doing the mock drafts because uh, <laughs> because then we will be three and seven, and yeah. there's got to be someone in yeah. the draft who's <laughs> who's worth uh, who I will be excited with taking at a high mm -hmm. pick. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I got the Rams picked. I think the Rams. I think the Rams got it. Hell I, yeah. I got the Hell Rams yeah. in this, especially since Stafford's back. They're exciting. They were exciting earlier in the year whenever Stafford was. Was uh was there and healthy, so I, I got the Rams. Uh, kind of a lull here for the Sunday night game. Wait, this is kind of low key, like kind of. This is this is a weird. This it's, game has the weirdest energy. It does have a weird energy, and I do think it'll be a good game to watch or a fun game to watch at least. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely would have preferred one like, you know, put. Uh, let me look through these. You know what? Never mind. This is this this is like the third most exciting game of the of the week. So I'm glad this is the other <laughs> night football. Maybe like, maybe put Bills Jets there. But we already had a Bills Jets primetime game. We don't need another one. I'm saying put the put the well. I guess I guess the Rams and the Seahawks have the have the mid midday three twenty five slot. Yeah. yeah, either them or the Bills Jets. I God, I hope we get the the Rams game in the local thing, but I do not think we will. 
you know, just knowing how things. You know, go. you got a break from watching your team. I got a break this week. My schedule nice. by so nice. Yeah. Um, uh, so I have the Vikings picked. I you know Josh Dobbs has been doing his thing. I th- I think the Vikings defense is good enough to to shut down Russell Russell Wilson. I don't think he's good enough to to really get the job done. I I'm, I'm going with the Vikings. I have the Broncos in this game because they're at home. They, I think the Broncos do have a good defense now. Like I think it's been, I think it's been like picking back up or something. Yeah, holding the holding the Bills and the Chiefs down to the point totals that they had in those games is not easy. Um, and so. As much as I want to ride on the Josh Dobbs season train right now, I feel like do I think the magic cuz 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 let's let's think about this like this, right? The Minnesota Vikings, are they going to be 7-4 after next week? They might be. They I don't, might be. But that doesn't that doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right, but they just might be. They just might be. And and if the and if Dobbs beats the Broncos, then it takes some more of the weight off of the Saints. It makes us look not as bad for losing. So I'm gonna hope <laughs> that that I'm gonna hope that that uh continues. Uh, I don't know. It it is a weird one for sure. That the 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 last two are the ones I'm gonna be thinking about the most this week. The uh, last three, honestly, Jets, Bills, Seahawks, Rams, and Vikings, Broncos are gonna be the ones that I'm gonna be looking back at this week very very often. Yeah, there's a lot of really interesting games this week, so that's exciting. And then the game of the week, perhaps the game of the year, as Matthew said, might be the best game of the year. A rematch of Super Bowl 54? I think it was like 56. 56? Um, whatever Super Bowl was that was last year, rematch of that Super Bowl we have the Eagles versus the Chiefs. Uh, Matthew has the Chiefs. He does have the Chiefs selected. I have the Eagles picked. I'm still deciding as we, <laughs> as we are filming this because this is this is gonna be a good game. I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, it um, it honestly might be one of the best games of the year. Monday night primetime Eagles versus Chiefs. This is what primetime games are made for. This is football. This is why. It is games like this that are made for primetime. Uh, I'm I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. That's I have the Chiefs selected. Fair enough. And I'm gonna stick with that for now. We'll we'll see if my if my uh if my prediction or if my prediction changes at any point, because I'm, I'm going to be thinking about the, these last few picks for most of the of the week. Yeah, me too. Uh, how many total points do I think we scored in Eagles versus Chiefs? Uh, like sixty. Uh, I was I was thinking of, I'm going to go fifty-seven. I'm going sixty-two. Fifty-seven. I'm predicting a thirty to twenty-seven. Word. Just just because I want to see that. I mean, I think. I think that's very real. Both of these offenses are very good, but both of these defenses are also very good. So these teams are two powerhouses that I've described uh, in the same vein as each other being uh, not only contenders, but 
teams that like just grind out wins and they might look kind of shaky in the middle of the game but they always pull yeah. it out and so i will be very interested to see which team pulls it out in this one i don't know i just i just i think i i think i just trust the defense of the chiefs more and i know that i i know that the eagles offense is a lot higher power but the other side has Mahomes. So yeah, and that's the thing. That hard. is the thing. Just hard. All right. Well, I think that wraps up another episode of some sporty sex. Yeah, absolutely. We uh we got treated this week, even though we thought it was going to be a bad week. Mm-hmm. But you know, the NFL. NFL football always has a way to to capture our hearts mm-hmm. and this week certainly did that and she is coming back with a bang next week I'm excited for some amazing matchups and we are going to be having one of our longest episodes ever probably next week as oh. we dissect some of these and as we have Matthew back again mm-hmm. um and uh the NBA is also the NBA also keeps keeps giving uh, because it, you know, it is the NBA. Um, tomorrow, there's some pretty good matchups. The Lakers are playing the Kings. That's a good one. Um, the Celtics are playing the Sixers. The Knicks and the Hawks face off. The Timberwolves and the Suns face off. I mean, this this next week is going to be very good, I think, for for the NBA as well. So, yeah. Very excited to see all of these games. Um, and we are also very excited to see you next week. Yes, sir. That's a great way to end it. I think that's a, I think that's, that, that's it. You got it. Sick. That's it. Yeah. We're done. <laughs>